all the things that I did that I accomplished and how I released those those stressors and those guilt feelings about food. Um, it's just amazing to be not worried about that anymore. Welcome back, my friend, Sabrina here, and I'm really excited to bring you a case study of someone who's been in your shoes, someone who struggled with food and body image and repeated dieting. And I love bringing these stories to you because I hope at least that it gives you a sense of inspiration and of motivation because it is so easy to look at other people and think, well, that's easy for them or that's good for them. They can do it, but it's not possible for me. And our brain will offer all of these reasons why we are a special snowflake for which it's impossible for us to ever heal our relationship with food or to break free from disordered eating. We always think that we're going to be the exception. And so I want to bring you stories of people who felt the exact same way, who thought that they were the exception, that they were the one for which it's not going to work and give you some insights on the shifts that they made and the mindset that they had to have to be successful. And Steph is no exception to that. So I got to sit down and have a chat with Steph, who is one of my clients from my Food Freedom Academy cohort in our winter 2023 cohort. I'm going to let her tell you her story, but what you're going to hear is her intuitive eating journey, what it was like, what she learned, the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between so that you can see what it's really like to work on healing your relationship with food and with your body. So without further ado, let's play this amazing conversation with Steph. I think that you have such a such an inspiring story and what you were describing to us in the group last week or two weeks ago about the kind of changes that people are seeing in your life. It was really just inspiring. And I know that we have a lot of new people who are learning about intuitive eating for the first time. And they had a lot of the fears that you probably had when you first started. So can you take me back to when we first met, which was probably in in December and January, and um, where you were at before you joined Food Freedom Academy in your life? Yeah, so I was pretty much fed up with, you know, yo-yo dieting. Um, I, you know, would go on a diet, lose weight, then gain it back. And just that vicious cycle that many of us know about. (laughs) Um, And just also in this stage in my life, getting older, perimenopause, like that's just made it even worse this time. I feel like just because it's like there's changes going on in my body that I can't control and things are happening that, you know, um, have made, made it different this time. And so I was really kind of at my wits end and wanting to, you know, do something different. I had been working with a health coach at my work. So my work offers a lot of really good benefits. And one of them is we have free access to wellness coaching. And so I had been working with her for probably six months prior to that. And I'm still working with her. Um, and she was trying to help me at first, like go on a diet and, um, that was not going well. Everything she asked me to do, I'm like, I don't want to do that. And (laughs) I was not very open to giving things up or reducing, counting my calories. I was tired of tracking things on an app. Um, and you know, what every little thing that I ate, every step that I took. Um, so 
when I met with you, I was just like, okay, um, I had heard about intuitive eating before, and I actually had a little book that I bought about it, which is actually the book that you reference in all of your stuff. So I had bought that and I was trying to go through it on my own, but man, it's hard to do that by yourself. Like there's a lot of things to unpack and work through and working in a group makes such a big difference. So like I had started the book, but didn't really get too far because it got hard. And I was like, I I don't even have anyone to talk to about it. And then taking the time to actually read it and do it. I wasn't making that because nobody, I wasn't accountable to anybody. Right. I'm just trying to do it by myself. So um, that's kind of where I was at looking to really learn more about intuitive eating and implement it in my life. Yeah. And it's interesting that you mentioned you were working with a wellness coach and she was telling you all of these different things like count calories. And one thing that I always encourage anyone who is considering like what to do next is your body your sensations about an idea is going to tell you how that feels. And so when you were being told by someone else what to do, that probably made you feel like that resistance and that rebellion against not doing something that felt right for your body. Yeah, absolutely. Um, It's always hard when someone tells you, well, you know, well, what if you cut out the chips and salsa when you go to the Mexican restaurant? And I'm like, but i like having the chips and salsa. Like I don't want to, or at an Italian place, don't eat the bread. What? Yeah. (laughs) I want to eat the bread. So like she was making little suggestions, but they, you know, I was just not liking any of them. And I think it was, yeah, if I want to cut that out, it's because I want to, or I don't want it that day. Not because someone said, oh, you can't eat bread anymore. It's terrible. Yeah. And she wasn't telling me bread is terrible. She was trying to make suggestions because I didn't want to count calories. And she was like, well, if you cut out these things, you know, that's going to help. She was trying to help me. But at the same time, I was just becoming more frustrated. (laughs) Yeah. And how many years of yo-yo dieting did you have under your belt? Um, The first diet I went on was in my 20s. I'm currently 48 years old. So it's been over 20 years of that. Okay. And through the repeated dieting, every time that you would fall off the wagon or every time that something didn't work or you couldn't stick to it, what were some of the thought processes that happened for you? What was that internal self-talk like? Oh, it was, you're a failure. Look, you messed it up again. Oh, you can't, you can't follow one little set of rules. What's wrong with me? Why can't I do this? You know, things like that. Yeah. And what did your relationship with food and with yourself look like on a daily basis? And how did that negative self-talk affect you? So every day I was just kind of, you know, feeling guilty if I ate something that I shouldn't. Oh, I had that bad carb or, oh, I ate a cookie and I shouldn't. And, you know, I can remember like trying to sneak some chocolate, like, oh, if nobody sees me, I didn't eat it. Or, um, you know, just if I did have a bigger meal than that, maybe I planned, I just felt awful about it. Just all this guilt and shame. Like, why can't I have no willpower? I so I can't tell you how many times I would say, why can't I get any willpower? Yeah. And at what point, and this may have been just before we started working together, but at what point, and I always use like the iceberg metaphor, there's 95% of what's 
causing all of this that we don't see. And all of it came down to not your willpower, not your discipline, but the relationship that you had developed with food and with your body through different dieting. Um, I don't know. I know a lot of people are new to the term relationship with food. They don't really know what that means. And so at what point did you start realizing, oh, the problem isn't me. It's I've developed this relationship with food that is harming my actual eating patterns. I probably didn't really think about that until I talked to you. Because it honestly, it was just in my head, like those guilty feelings were just ingrained from so many years of doing it. And I don't think it was until you talked about, well, how, how is it affecting your life? And I mean, I think about, you know, it would go off to my family, like, cause I'd be depressed or I'd be, um, trying to say that nobody can, um, you know, have these foods. I can't have them in the house because I'm on this diet again. Um, and I was just miserable to be around because I wanted to be eating things other people in the house were eating, or I wanted, to, I'd go out somewhere and I'd want to be ordering something on the menu, but I knew, oh, I can't because this diet says I can't have that. And I was always looking for the lowest calorie thing on the menu. Yeah. And it was affecting, like you said, like it was affecting how you felt, but also the people around you. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't a fun person to be around. Yeah. I mean, I was always just putting myself down and um, just saying that I fail at everything. And I mean, who wants to be around someone who says that all the time? (laughs) Nobody. (laughs) And isn't it so interesting that we go on these diets because we think they're going to make us happier and people are going to like us more if we look a certain way. And I, I don't remember who I was talking about this with, but it's like we never actually stop and ask ourselves, okay, all all these things that I'm doing for something Am I getting those things? Am I getting that confidence? Am I getting that happiness? Am I getting the love from other people when I'm on a diet? Yeah, absolutely. Um, It's not what you're thinking about. I mean, it's, I can't even uh, put it into words. Just my thoughts from when I get up to when I went to bed were always about what's the next meal you know, when's my next snack? I mean, I would finish eating and I'd already be thinking about the next thing I was eating. I mean, it just ruled my life. Yeah. And when you learned about a new approach, when you (laughs) realize, okay, I maybe don't need to keep dieting anymore and I can start living my life and you consider doing the program, I'm sure that there was a lot of resistance, a lot of fear, a lot of self-doubt. How did you feel before you actually made that decision? I'm going to invest in myself and I am going to take action to make a change. I wrestled with it for a while because, you know, there's all those fears like, oh my gosh, I am going to like gain all this weight as soon as I start not tracking everything, counting everything. Like it's just going to get out of control and, um, So I was scared about that. And also just, you know, it's so scary to do something new because I've had so many diets and things that I did that I failed at. So I'm like, what if I somehow fail 
intuitive eating, right? Like you just think, well, it's another, you know, even though I know it's not another diet, that's kind of what you're thinking because you're fed all these, you know, things about diets and healthy living and, oh, it's a lifestyle. And, you know, it's just another way of saying, this is how we're going to make you think about what you should or shouldn't be putting into your mouth. Yeah, I had um I had a discovery call this morning with someone who is joining the program and she said uh I know I know intellectually that this is not a diet. I know intellectually that this is different, but every time in the past that I started a new diet, I convinced myself that it was different. And so I'm scared that I'm trying to convince myself that this is different again and that it's not. And after having gone through it, now can you tell me like months later, what does your life look like now? So now I don't think about every meal, every second. I don't worry about what I'm eating, how many carbs are in this, how many, I don't really look at the labels. Um, I just look at, do I want this? Um, what do I want to eat today? What am I in the mood for? And it's not, you know, I was scared. I would just want to eat the worst foods all the time because, Oh, now I have permission to eat anything. And you know what? You really don't because I had been working so hard prior to joining this to try to eat healthier just because I want to be healthier. And so I was able to incorporate that like, Oh, I still want to eat pasta, but I'm going to add veggies to my pasta so that it has more nutrient value. And I can have less pasta because I have more food on my plate with these vegetables mixed in. So there were different things I was doing to help me enjoy the things that I love, but also bring in some things that are going to give me the nutrients and that are going to help me. And, um, you know, I found kind of the vegetables that I like and that I can incorporate into meals, traditional meals that maybe wouldn't have had any vegetables in them at all. And that was like one of my biggest victories is just being able to incorporate the different foods. And, you know, it's fun to have a variety and not to be worried about it. And if there's a party or some special event, I used to stress about it, like, oh, I'm not going to eat all day. So I can go to this party and eat like a normal person. Now I just go to the party. And I just look at what's there. And I eat what I want to eat. And when I'm full, I stop. And it's just so um, freeing to not be thinking about about it all the time. You know, it's, it's a great feeling and, um, you know, just, just living, living life out. And, um, I'm having more fun trying to experiment with new recipes and things just for variety's purpose. I mean, so many diets I was on, I would eat the same four or five things because it was like, well, I have to make sure I hit those numbers. So I'm just going to eat the same thing. And, gosh, that gets old and boring. <laughs> yeah. You like end up sticking to your quote unquote safe foods. I know that's what it was for me. I know what's in this food. I know how many calories are in this food. And it's kind of, it's a shitty way to live because life, like, I don't know about you. I love food. Like food brings me so much pleasure and to be able to have that diversity without stressing out about, okay, maybe there's a hundred more calories in this meal than in the other meal. You can actually trust your body to tell you how different foods make you feel. Yes. Yes. It's, and it's, it is great um, to be able to do that. And I find now, you know, oftentimes I don't finish things when I'm out at a restaurant because when I'm full, I'm full. You know, I was just at a movie last night, a dine-in movie, and I ordered, you know, what I wanted to eat. And it was like this chicken sandwich with French fries. And I didn't eat it all because I was full. And I was like, well, I don't have to finish it. I'm done, you know? 
And in the past, I might've been like, oh, I only have a little bit left, so I'm going to finish it. No, I don't care if there's one bite left. If I'm done, I'm done. I don't have to finish it just to say I finished it. Yeah. I I want you to tell the story. I remember you because one of the biggest one of the biggest fears you mentioned is I'm never going to eat healthy, which might have been one of your fears. And and what you've noticed is like when you change and this is a big thing that I'm sure you notice in the program that I try to infuse into you guys is like the intention behind it is to bring you back to self-love and self-care. And when you're deciding, I want to have more vegetables, I want to move my body, it's no longer because I have to do it because I hate myself and I hate my body so much that I will do whatever it takes to change it. And it's, I'm doing it because I like how it makes me feel. I like the energy that it gives me, the nutrients that it gives me. But I know that there's another fear and it's, okay, well, if I give myself permission to eat all foods... I'm only going to eat those foods. I'm just going to eat the candy. I'm just going to eat the fries. And do you remember that story that you had told us when you had gone to dinner and you were like super excited about the dessert that you were going to have? <laughs> yes. So um, we actually picked a restaurant. We were going out with another couple. My husband and I were going out with another couple to celebrate our birthdays. And we picked a restaurant specifically based on um, the dessert that they had. It was like this really chocolatey, like lava cake thing that looked amazing. And I was like, all right, I'm going to go there. I'm going to eat it because, you know, I can. And we had an amazing, I had an amazing steak and it was delicious dinner, but I was full and like the dessert just didn't even sound good. And in the past, I would have just ordered it because that's why we went and that's what I was going to do. I didn't even want it. It didn't sound good. There's days that French fries don't sound good to me. And French fries like are my favorite thing. Like, but sometimes, you know, you're not in the mood for it. And I think now I can feel that way because I'm not told I can't have it. So it's not like, Ooh, I want to cheat. And well, no, I can have it any day of the week that I feel like it. I had some French fries last night, but tonight I might not have any because well, it's Cinco de Mayo. I want to talk. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> oh my God, I forgot. And it's a Friday too. And um, when you were talking to your health coach, and it's so interesting because your health coach at work was at first trying to get you to do certain things that didn't feel good, feel aligned with you. And you kept working with her and being in contact with her throughout the program. And so as she was watching you kind of do this on the side with me, what kind of changes was she seeing in you? Yeah. So we were only meeting like once every three to four weeks, like it was and for 30 minutes, a little check-in kind of thing. And when I told her I was doing this, she was really excited for me. She's familiar with intuitive eating. Um, she thought it was a great choice that I made. And so, you know, when we would meet, she would ask how it was going in the beginning, you know, Oh, how's the class, you know? And then, um, as you know, just the last few times that we met, you know, she was like, wow, I'm really like, she would just check in and say, so what's going on? How's it going? And I'd tell her about some of the meals that I made and the vegetables I put in or different things. And she would just say, wow, your whole attitude has changed your, your outlook, your, you know, you're just so different. And she's like, it's amazing to, I've, she said, she, I've so much enjoyed watching you on this journey and seeing the changes, she's like, this is so amazing. And it's really good to get that confirmation from somebody else or another health professional that's like, 
hey, this thing is awesome that you're doing. It just makes me like realize this was the best decision I made to do this because it has changed a lot. I mean, no, I haven't like lost weight, but this wasn't a diet. And you know what? I still am trusting that I will get to the weight that I need. I'm supposed to be at. I don't know when that will be, but right now I'm just concentrating on feeding my body what it wants and, and living my life. Yeah. And all of those fears of what if I'm just binge all the time, or what if my life just spirals out of control? Do you feel less in control than you did when you were dieting? No, not at all. I, I, I feel like, you know, I, I don't want to say I'm in total control, but I mean, I am, it's like, if I want to eat it, I eat it. If I don't, I don't. And I'm not worried about, can I have it? What should I do? Or I really want this, but, oh, I shouldn't. Oh, I shouldn't. And I would try like fight with myself for five minutes. And now it's just like, I'd be like, I'm hungry. My stomach's growling. What do I want to eat? Or even if I'm not hungry, but you know, I really want this. And I'd be like, do I really want it? And like, you know, I'd wait a little bit. No, I really do want it. So I'm going to go eat a little bit of it. So it makes me like this morning, I needed a snack. So I got out my dark chocolate hummus with graham crackers. I had a couple. I love that stuff. Um, But I needed a little something because I was hungry for whatever reason. And in the past, I would have said, nope, it's not time to eat. You can't. Yeah. And let's say I always use this example of like looking through the lens of your 80 year old self. And let's say you got to meet that 80 year old version of yourself who now got 30, 40 years back of freedom and of joy and of being present in your life. Um, What do you think that that person would be saying to the version of you three months from now who decided this is scary, this is different, but I'm going to do it anyways. Um, Well, she would be saying, you know, you got to do it. It's, you know, should do it as soon as you can, because, you know, all of the life that you get back, um, all the time I spent worrying, planning, um, you know, stressing over what to buy, what to cook, what to, you know, where I can go and can't go for for dinner or, you know, um, you get all of that back and life is too short to, to be worried about that stuff. Yeah. How do you feel about everything that you've accomplished and all the changes you've made? I'm very proud of all the things that I've accomplished. You know, it's a journey. I'm definitely not done. I still have some work to do on the body image side of things because yes, there's the food side, but there's also the body image side. Mm-hmm. And because of the fact that, you know, you you start a diet and the plan is you're supposed to have results and whatever. Well, my results this time are different. There are changes in my lifestyle, changes in my mindset, changes in my attitude. And those things are all fabulous things. And, you know, overall, I'm like so much happier. It's when I have those bad body days that everybody has, I have to remember all the things that I did that I accomplished and how I released those, those stressors and those guilt feelings about food. Um, It's just amazing to be not worried about that anymore. 
Yeah. And my last question for you, and you've been absolutely phenomenal. Like you are just, it's so interesting to talk to you and the level of awareness that you have developed over the past couple of months is just, it's mind blowing. Um, if you had to give advice, because you've literally been in the shoes of people who are thinking about intuitive eating and there is all this fear, if you had to give advice to someone who is where you were just a couple of months ago, what would you say to them? I would say, do it. Don't be scared. It is a great process. You have to trust the process, but but do it. It's the best thing you can do. Um, you know, you're not going to go off and gain 50 pounds because you, I mean, I was worried that I was going to, because, you know, perimenopause, I had been gaining weight like this whole past year. And so I was like, it's never going to stop. And, um, I mean, I haven't weighed myself, so I don't know, but I feel like my weight has been stable because my clothes, you know, for a while there, it was like, oh, they're tight again. And I would have to, you know, buy more clothes or whatever. And it's been stable. So I feel like, no, I'm not sitting, gaining a bunch of weight. So, you know, that's not going to happen. Yes. You might gain some weight, but you know, it all depends on where you're coming from too. If you don't weigh enough, um, you're going to gain weight when you feed your body what it needs. And then if you, you know, it's just trusting the process and over time, it's going to, neutralize itself. And that's what I have to tell myself, like, I'll be where I need to be at the right yeah. time. Like, just trust the process. And um, yeah, just yeah. do it is what I would say. <laughs> and and focus on the life that you gain, right? Like you said, the memories that you get to make now the people that you get to be around, like, I know that I, when I started intuitive eating, I was underweight because I had an eating disorder and and I gained weight. And now I've been at a stable weight that I feel good in, that I know that I can maintain. And body image happens, like body image issues happen at every body, every size, every shape. And the life that I've gained, I would never, ever give it back for the body that I used to have. Um, and you are so amazing, Steph. I'm so, so, so glad that you decided to do this and you were a treat to work with and you're still a treat to work with because we get to still <laughs> see each other. Um, but thank you so much. And I'm sure that anyone who is in the shoes that you were a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months ago now, um, can get a lot of value from your experience. So thank you so much for, for being here. Absolutely. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you found it valuable, I would love if you would share it with someone you know that could benefit. If you're loving the show, don't forget to subscribe over on Apple Podcasts so you don't miss a single episode. I really love hearing feedback from you, so please leave a rating and review over on Apple to help us get in the ears of more people who need it the most. Finally, come hang out with me on Instagram at Sabrina Magna Health for more educational content and get up close and personal with me. Thank you so much for being here and I'll see you on the next episode.